So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. What's going on, everybody? Dr. Chris Featherstone here for yet another episode of The Leagues in a Row. I'm here with the former uh, head writer of the episode of WWE Raw back in 1997 and 8 and all that. And with the uh, with the nose seps, ladies and gentlemen, uh, he's got... <laughs> He's he's got some no seps. He is uh, Vince Russo. How are you, my man? I am doing good, Doctor Chris. How are you, bro? I'm well, man. I'm well. The uh, you know there's a, a few there's a couple things a couple peaks on the uh, episode of Raw, but uh, it was a bit of a snoozer to me. Uh, what'd you think? Yeah, you know, bro, it's just all about, you know, now we're in the in the mode of, uh, you know, everybody's in the Royal Rumble and everybody has a different path to the Royal Rumble. And that's what all these, you know, promos are about. Um, I just, you know, again, bro, you and me, we're, we're story guys, we're character guys. There's there's no stories being told here. There's no characters being developed other than everybody wants to win the Royal Rumble. We already know that, bro. Yeah, we know. I, I, I'm assuming everybody wants to win the Royal Rumble. I don't need like them to tell me that, you know, for an hour on every show. But and then, you know, I just, man, bro, I, I swear they, they did this again, man. And, and you know, bro, Drew's got to speak up, man, because you got you got Cody getting the last word in, doing the mic drop, and just walking away and Drew doing nothing. I was thinking the same thing, Vince. I'm like, what's the payoff of Drew McIntyre getting upstage two weeks in a row? I, I don't understand that. It's man. Under, bro, that's, bro, that's where Drew's got to say something. Absolutely. I, I'm, I'm sorry, bro. I, I mean, seriously, you're, you're going to let the guy drop the mic and just let him walk away when everybody sees on camera you're, you're, you're bigger than this guy, you're more muscular than this guy, and it looks like you can kill this guy anytime you want to, but instead of doing that, Mad for the second week in a row, we're going to drop the mic and just walk out of the ring. Yeah, yeah. If if there was a payoff to it, okay. But it's like, no. I mean, I don't see a payoff to this. I just think that uh, they're just upstaging Drew one week at a time. It just doesn't make any sense to me. And and there was another thing at the end we'll get to that I thought it was really weird and, and odd how it was booked. But uh, we'll get to it. All and right, bro. You can't have if you you know if you've got a schedule with CM Punk and he's only going to be there for certain days. Yeah. You can't have this guy record something on his phone and send send it in. I mean, right. so you're like not. 
not not hearing from CM Punk is like, are you freaking kidding me, bro? Yeah. Like seriously, every, everybody has one of these, bro. Yeah. Everybody can do it, man. But my God, for him just to not be there. They're, they're, again, bro, they're, they're content creators. Yeah. How many times am I going to say it? <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's interesting how like we're already seeing like the schedule of CM Punk here. It's just, you know, it's just kind of, he's already part time in it, which is something that the fans don't like. They don't like that part time feel of anybody. And CM Punk is already having the part time feel. So yeah. I don't know what this leads to, but uh, we shall see. We got uh, Taval $5 super chat. I can only suspend my disbelief for so much. All of that stuff happened to Rollins, and he keeps kicking out, and he lands his yeah. lame finisher one, two, three. Right. Not, not only that, Taval, uh, and you are you are dead on, bro. His knees hurt. Oh my god, his knee buckled. His knee buckled. So he's gonna climb up to the top rope yes. and jump to the outside. Get the frig! What, bro? What is wrong with them? They, his knee buckled. He can't walk. So what are you gonna do, bro? I'm gonna I'm gonna climb up to the yeah. third rope and jump to the outside, bro, because my 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 knees fragmented. Yeah. Oh my god, what a joke, bro. You know what I love about sports, Keita, and 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 you know the sports speed uh, uh, family and the viewers. They they see that stuff. Yeah. Look at look at Taval. We we see that stuff, bro. That's why people like us don't watch the show. Yeah, yeah. It, it just as soon as Indusheer came out, I'm like, oh man, they're going to bury him. Just as much as they, just as quick as they brought him back, they're going to bury him, man. And they wanted to. This spot was to uh, make Seth Rollins seems like he has to def- defy the odds, and yeah. you know, Indusheer comes out, and now it's three against one, and it's just. I, it just didn't make – it was just too much for me to to handle. So Yeah, I, I mean, bro, bro, you know, I, I, I get that he's Triple H's boy, but but it's it's too much, bro. Like, they, yeah. they didn't even give Jinder any offense. Nope. Like, nothing, bro. Come nope. on, guys, will you? Please make it believable. You talk about – I'm sorry to interrupt you, Chris, but, yeah. man, I was always very um, anti-AEW because I was always saying – you are you are playing to a crowd you already have. WWE have turned into the same exact thing, bro. The same exact thing. Yep, just like I say, they're playing to the house. It's just that the show is for the house to enjoy. I mean, yes. that's that's essentially what we see every week. It's 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 for the house to enjoy. It's not necessarily meant for the audience. It's con. It's creating the content. It's 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 uh, um, causing the excitement and the uproar. I mean, and the in the intrigue from the live audience who's they don't care if it's Tozawa and Ivar. They're going to look for the you know the cued songs and all that just like a concert again like i said before it's like a concert it's yeah, like yeah. if there's eight acts you you came for one of them you like a couple more and then you'll talk you'll talk and get something to drink for the other ones i mean that that's essentially what it feels like every single week man and you're playing in the the headliners though isn't like <laughs> like grammy you know award winning you know i mean they they they're just kind of playing that type of weekly crowd and i'm trying i'm interested to know vince and i'm interested in your thoughts on this too 
what are they selling to i know content and youtube and stuff like that but from a television standpoint when they're seeing these ratings and when they're bringing in this stuff here these these numbers what are they selling to endeavor that's uh, 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 pitched in their favor, though, with, with this type of content. Hey, Chris, I, I think I'll be honest with you. Again, we had a playoff game on tonight again. I, I, I honestly think, man, with these shows, I honestly think they're lowering their stock. I really do because man, if if people are up now and they're bidding for raw, yeah, and they're following these numbers every week, bro, it's very it's very much like you know free agency, you know, right now in baseball, you know, a lot of players, you know, are holding out for for X amount of dollars, and teams are not biting yeah. based on you know the 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 full picture of the track record. Sure. So if if you've got if you've got Amazon Prime or or streaming services you know interested bro they're following these numbers right now bro last week was under 1.5 million and and i and i'm gonna pay how much for that exactly yeah exactly i mean it's it's about momentum man it's you know a couple you know me in college football it's it's like you know, last week the one of the biggest buzzes buzzing topics was Nick Saban retired from Alabama, right. and you know there are people who were seemingly locked in for the portal, and the portal the portal closed on January second. But you know, with the portal rules, if if a coach leaves, you have a thirty day window, you can enter the portal, and so you know people started entering the portal, you know, and and they saw Saban leave, and they're like, oh, I'm I'm out, <laughs> I'm not I'm not staying here. And same thing with Ohio. I mean, on the on the on the opposite, on the flip side with Ohio State, we're building like a mega squad. We got you know Quinn Jenkins from Ole Miss. We got uh, Will Howard from KSU, and Bryson Rogers, who was a uh, wide receiver uh, at Ohio State. He, he didn't get any playing time. He went into the portal, and he started to see the mega squad come, and then. He hopped out of the portal and came back to Ohio State. So, so it's like you're you just you're you're seeing momentum and you're 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 playing with that momentum. Or if you start to see something kind of taper down, or you start to see the like writing on the wall of like this isn't heading very well, you know, you you hop in the portal. I mean, they they got Kalen DeBoer, uh, DeBoer, the uh, the. Uh, a coach of Washington, but at the same time, I mean, Saban is Saban, man. He's the greatest of all time. And yeah. people are like, ah, I think we're going to bow out of this one. So, yeah, yeah. you know, Chris, I swear, you know, part of the success of the attitude era was we saw a change in the wrestling business. Sure. There was a change, bro. From 2000 through 2024 now, bro, I just SmackDown, they're they're having a contract signing. Like, bro, bro, are are you kidding me? Like, how long have we been seeing that crap, man? My God, do something different. I'm begging you. Yeah, and the contract signing leads to some type of physical altercation at the end. It's the same old, same old, same old. All right, we got more Super Chats. We got uh, Joseph Gonzalez, 499. Is it possible that they would do Drew versus Priest for the case? I doubt it. I, I doubt it too. Happen, yeah. I doubt it too very much. <clears throat> awesome sauce, two dollars super chat. 
JD looks like a job or earthquake have a squash in 97. Well, why does that? Why does this guy have a spot on the show? Oh. Like serious. I'm, I'm just being dead serious, man. You know, like, and, and, and I'm not, I'm not ripping on the guy or anything else, but my right. God, there, there has to be more impressive people out there available than him. Yeah. I think uh, Finn trained him. So I think Finn gave a good word. In oh, for please. Him. Give I me think a that's probably that, And, and that, and that's the problem, bro. Yeah. Everybody's a friend of somebody, and that's that's exactly the problem. Yep, absolutely. We got Gen Z Philosophy 499. <clears throat> hey, Vince, could you pick any two years from your writing career with any wrestling company that you are most proud of your writing work? I'll tell you what, bro. The, uh, the uh, inception of uh, TNA and Sports Entertainment Extreme, mm. where uh, nothing was scripted, bro. Nothing. We were improvising and it was exciting and we didn't know where it was going. And it was it was so much fun. And that that should have been the evolution of professional wrestling, not ridiculous, crazy matches with everybody getting hurt every week. SEX. Yes, I think. What was it? One one week you helped. uh Oh, when you debuted, you helped somebody. I know Raven, I think. Raven. You helped Raven and then you helped Jared, right? Probably. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was Raven and you helped Jared. That was a lot of fun, bro, because it wasn't this scripted, I'm going to win the Rumble. Oh, oh I'm going to win the Rumble. No, I'm going to. Oh, please, yeah. bro. Stop it. The yeah. only thing that what I did like about that promo was when Drew got in there, uh, you're a kiss ass at times. That that part I liked, bro, because yeah. that's a shoot. That's a shoot. And, and that's the thing with Drew's promos, man. It's like, you know, CM Punk, when he came back to Collision, he had a he had a phrase. I think it was pretty cool. He said, tell me when I'm telling lies. Yeah, I love that. I, I yeah, like that was that. pretty cool. And so, like, that's what I felt when Drew cut his promos every week. You know, yeah. it's like, tell me when I'm telling lies. Like, the things that he was saying every single week is, is like a shoot. Like, he, yeah. he, was, he, he, he just drops facts every single week. He talked about the suit tonight. Yes, he talked yeah. about the suit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he talked about CM Punk being gone nine years, you know. Yeah. Like, tell me when I'm telling lies. And, 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 like, this, the promos that he's cutting aren't really heelish. I mean, like, yes, he, he, he throws a, a jab in there just to get that heat, you know, to put the other person over because that's his job for the segment. But a lot of his stuff, man, is just, he's just speaking facts, man. I can't yeah. blame him for it. I, I like his promos, man. He's, yeah, he's I, I do too. I do too. Good. Um, we, uh, as far as the, let's get into the show. We talked about the opening promo. We get back to our truth and priest. Our truth is, uh, uh, giving priest some uh, a cut of selling the shirts, man. So, uh, what do you think of that segment? Yeah, no, that was that was good. That was entertaining. Yeah, what do you think the payoff of this uh, truth and the Judgment Day thing is, man? I I I, I have no idea either. Either. Either Priest does something to aid Truth to the to come out as the babyface. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I don't know, bro. I, I, I bro, I just I don't understand 
I, I'm having a hard time with this. So he believes he's part of jury duty. He's out there selling the merch and making the money and all of this. But yet he's teaming with Miz. Yes. I don't, I don't, I don't understand. Do yes. you? He's book. He's Miz's, him and Miz used to, of course, they used to be a tag team. Awesome truth. So he, he's cool with Miz, but he's going against the Judgment Day. But he came out with the Judgment Day, though. And so he thinks that he's just being, that that's just what he's clocked in to do the day him and Miz yeah, are teaming yeah, up against and, and bro that, that that's exactly the problem they're trying to be funny and i'm cool with that yeah. but please try to make it make sense make it make sense yeah. that's all just just make it make sense yeah i think the payoff of this and i think it i think it should be the payoff i think uh the payoff of this should be um awesome truth against uh judgment day at wrestlemania and uh, Truth and Miz won the tag team championships. That would be pretty cool. And I think what would be pr- even cooler <clears throat> would be because they're kind of they're kind of doing this like Priest is kind of getting like um, starting to buy into the Truth's antics. You know what I mean? And that would be a good babyface, you know, shift for him. And possibly like him and uh, Finn Balor during WrestleMania, they you know get into like a little back and forth, and you know. Finn Balor pushes a priest and all of a sudden he chokes them and there's truth. right? Chris, here's part of your problem, though. Here is part of your problem. And, and they did it twice on this show tonight. Here is part of the problem. So like you said, priest is buying into our truth, you know, took the money, go out and sell more or whatever. And then, and then kind of covered for our truth. Okay. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, He's the heel with the briefcase. Yes. It's the same thing with Rhea Ripley. They're they're out there. They're chanting, mommy, mommy, mommy. They want her to be a heel. The fans are chanting for her. And what do they do? You put Becky Lynch out there? That's that's (laughs) the worst possible choice if you want Rhea Ripley to be a heel. It's it's like, bro, it's like it's all over the place. I mean, bro, you know, like I I was a lot of shades of gray Mm -hmm. because, Chris, you know, as a psychologist, bad people don't do bad things all the time and good people don't do good things all the time. You know, it's, it's shades of gray, but this is, you know, one second priest is a baby face with truth. Next minute, he's going down there to cat, you know, Rhea Ripley is in there. She, you know, she's a heel. Next thing, you know, here, here, here come. It's, it's all over the place. Yeah. Stuff like that is the reason why I'm old school, man. I mean, to, to your point, yes, you know, there's, there's not like a, you know, a, 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 perfect you know person or or, or you know uh, the the incarnation of the devil you know what i mean at least right. you know, some a lot of times even the most evil person has like you know possibly a shade of something as far as like they feel remorse if something happens to their like their mom or something like that so like that's that's a possibility for that to happen but even though you know e- even with that though there's still you know people who 
are altruistic and there's still people who are like, you know, good guys, you know, of, of the, of the world. And there's still people who are bad guys of the world, even with, you know, nuances in between. And so with that, you know, I'm old school when it comes to how this, how pro pro wrestling is portrayed. It's a comic book come to life. You know, there's, like I said, there's, I've said this before, there's Spider-Man and there's Iron Man. And everything in between, right? Spider-Man's the white meat baby face. Iron Man's the very cocky, you know, type of type of uh, baby face still, but he's just really smug and arrogant and cocky, right? And there's everything in between that too. And I, th- I think that's the cool thing about these this character work when it comes to wrestling and comics. But like, here's my big issue with this: is that the people at the end of the day, the tried and true one-on-one of pro wrestling is you have the heel getting the heat, 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 heat. At the end of the angle, the payoff is to the baby face. The baby face, you know, gets the, 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 the win, you know, however long it takes. But I, I just think like when you are supposed to be a heel and the point is to get the heat to put the baby face over, if you're eliciting chance, to me, that is selfish. I just, I, I don't like it. It's just like when Adam Cole was like a a, a heel and he was like eliciting, I couldn't stand it I, because it's like your, your purpose is to do your job, put the baby over. Even if you win the match, you're still putting the baby over as getting, as you getting the heat, you're staying in character but soon as you elicit all these chants and you do all these cool Adam Cole baby and boom and all that. And like you're, and, and when Rhea Ripley's like, yeah, it's okay. If you chant mommy a couple of weeks ago, I'm like, wait a minute, this is confusing to me because I thought that you're supposed to get the heat to put the baby over, but you want the fans to cheer you. It's just this stuff to me, like modern day wrestling to me is just bananas. It's just yeah. bonkers to me. I just don't get it for the life of me, man. I'm with you, bro. Uh, we have uh, Gen Z. Oh, Taval's back. $5. Do you think if Vince McMahon could go back in time, he wouldn't let Rocky come back after leaving? I feel like he set the precedent for part-timers. That's a great question, Taval. Um, I don't think, I don't think Vince would stand for part-timers, man. I, I, I really, I really, really, don't i don't know i don't know how it started with brock maybe they were desperate at that time i don't know but but the vince mcmahon i knew was wwe comes first in your life yeah and i don't care about anything else wwe is first in your life i don't think this part-time stuff would have happened under him Hmm. yeah if i'm thinking about it there wasn't there wasn't anybody no that had a part-time schedule, was it? No, not before, Bro- not before Brock. Yeah, everybody was all hands on deck. I mean, yep. like during your time and uh, Attitude Air, uh, Attitude Air, and even Ruthless Aggression. Yeah, Brock really kind of started the whole full-time schedule. So yeah, uh, we get uh, DIY <laughs> uh, defeating just uh, JD McDonough and Dominic Mysterio, AKA NWO uh, uh, B team. Bro. There's a couple of things about this. First of all, Chris, again, the NFL playoffs are on the other channel. Yeah. 
Bro, this piece of garbage match that nobody cares about goes through two commercials. Yeah. Notice that too. And here's my other question. Why in God's name would Damian Priest and Finn Balor want these two guys to be part of the group if they lose every single week? Bro, we go to a shot in the back, and these two guys are, you know, not Dominic. Dominic didn't say nothing. I mean, bro, they, they, they've taken Dominic from here to here now. Yes. I mean, that's what they – he says nothing. R.D. McDonough does the talking, and they're complaining about our truth and they just lost another match. Yeah, yeah. Like, why are they even allowed in the clubhouse if they lose a match? That's that's why Judgment Day is not over. Yeah. You got two out of the four guys that lose every single match, and you're going to tell me they're over? How, Chris, how are they over? And I was thinking about that segment. I'm like, so you're just going to no-sell the point, the fact that, JD McDonough lost again. Like you're just he just no sold it. Like everybody just no sold the fact that JD McDonough took the pin and he takes the pin every week. But uh our truth, uh it wasn't like, hey, like Priest didn't get mad at JD McDonough because he lost again. He got mad at him because he got a cut of money. Like it just does, it didn't make sense at all that he no sold it. No, no sense whatsoever. No. Uh, we got Candice LeRae. They got they get a, a a segment. They get a segment about you know they're they're serious. You know it wasn't that good last year, but this year is going to be different. And uh, they end up beating uh, Chelsea Green and Parker Never Very sloppy match, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what bro, they this they, awful they, grace with Chelsea and Pop. Oh my, and and I don't I don't know why. You know, even though I don't know Chelsea Green, bro, but I don't know. I could be totally off here. But you know, is she married to Cardona? Yes. Okay, we we know Matt Cardona is a man that stands up for himself. I I I don't know. I don't know Chelsea Green, but I kind of get the feeling like she's just not going to say nothing. I I, I kind of get that feeling. She is a great talent, bro. A very good talent. And now, you know, they, they, they lost the tag team titles. So now we're going to beat them every week. And I'm going to go back to the same thing. You know, Carter and Chance are more valuable than Piper Niven and Chelsea Green. And so I guess Indy and Candice are now? Yeah. Like, are you serious? Bro, put it that Indy next to Piper Niven? Yeah. And, and we're going to put her over? Right. Yeah. Bro, th- th- that's the thing, bro. There- there's too much. Bro, what's what's the word when you give your friends job? Nepotism? Yeah. Uh, uh, so, yeah, nepotism. Yeah. There's way too much nepotism going on in that company, bro. Way, 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 way too much. Because a lot of people on that roster should not even have jobs, let alone beat people that are better than them. Clearly better than them. Yeah. To answer your question about Chelsea, I, I uh, was able to chat with her. I met her uh, during SummerSlam weekend, and I chatted with her for just a hot second. And uh, um, she's just happy at, at her spot. Like she, she's just happy to be there. That's 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 really her mentality. Like she, she's not really like 
I'm going to speak up. She's just, you know, she got the job last year back, you know, I me mean, after she was let go and she was kind of doing her thing in the Indies for a while afterwards. And, you know, she got a call to be in the Royal Rumble and, you know, WWE kept her and she's just happy where she is, man. Well, that's, that's you know, that was before they were beating her every single week. Who knows if she has, who knows if she has a different attitude now, bro. <laughs> no, that was, uh, yeah, that's true. She was, she was SummerSlam weekend. I think they were still tag champs or they were in the hunt or something like that. Yeah. But yeah, I, I still think that she's probably the same. I, I think that she's just probably happy where she is. I'm sure the money's a lot better than what she was making in the Indies. You know what I mean? And yeah. the best thing she had, outside of that was TNA. A lot of the stuff that she was doing outside the WWE was just kind of healing it up with uh, Cardona in the uh, Indies. Yeah. And so she really didn't have like a big prominent spot. And so I'm sure the money's good and Cardona's what a waste, just, what a waste of talent, man. Yeah. What I mean, a waste of talent. I'm waste, sorry, man. man. What a waste of talent. Uh, awesome sauce, $5 super chat. Vince always wondered uh, why Matt Morgan was never TNA World Champ. His matches with Angle World Classics, he was over. Great theme, charisma, promo. Yeah. I don't know. That's a great. Uh, that's a great question. Uh, awesome sauce. I was always a big, big, big fan of uh, Matt Morgan. Man, I, I remember, bro. Though you know, I was there when it was ready for when it was time for Matt Morgan to beat Booker T, and Booker said no. Yeah. I, I I was there, bro. Like, and I had to change Matt Morgan's opponent. So again, bro, let me tell you something, awesome sauce. Matt Morgan is probably one of the nicest guys you ever want to meet. A lot like Glenn Jacobs, man. One of the nicest guys. Brilliant. The the level of intelligence. But, man, when you're swimming with the Sharks, bro, and you are a nice guy, it ain't going to happen, man. Mm-hmm. It's not going to happen for you, bro. He was he was also, you know, awesome sauce. He needed some work on the mic, to be honest with you. He needed a little bit more work, and I was trying to work with him. But, man, when you're swimming with Sharks and you're a nice guy, it's not going to happen. Morgan was the man in TNA for a while, man. He had, he had a really good uh, TNA run. And saying. then who came in? Uh, Hogan and Bischoff. Yeah. Well, there you go. Uh, I think with Morgan, though, it's just they – yeah, because when, when Hogan and Bischoff came, they, they were still trying to – use him but not really use him and, and and they really didn't have an unprominent spot like he should have been it just kind of like he just kind of cooled off when hogan and bischoff came in bro there were people that you know worked at universal studios that i worked with every single week i'm talking about employees of universal studios that you know kind of worked with us to help us with certain things Bro, I had every single one of them say to me when Bischoff and and Hogan walked through that door, the entire company and everything changed. And these are outsiders. Like these are people working with us at Universal that just saw such an incredible, incredible change in that company. And uh, 
Yeah, bro, it's uh, it it sucked to be honest. A change in, and change in what way? It like, just, bro, it, it it was it was a family atmosphere before that, mm-hmm. and after that, it felt like WCW. Was Hogan like pulling pulling weight a lot? Bro, Hogan wasn't pulling weight a lot, but you know, bro, they they would show up like they were movie stars an hour before the show. Me, meanwhile, everybody else is there all day long working on the show. These guys would walk in an hour before the show. Oh, what do you guys got? When we when we told them everything that was going on, you know, then they want to start changing things an hour before the show, mm. and it's 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 WCW all over again. Bro. That's tough. Yeah. Uh, we get uh, Gunther cutting an in-ring promo, uh, putting over Ludwig Kaiser, interrupted by Xavier Woods. This leads to Xavier Woods. Bro, give, give me a problem. I'm supposed to be buying into Xavier Woods now. Is it time oh, for God. Joey? Is it time, huh? for Is it time for Joey? Yeah, time now. Give me, come, give on, me. come on, Joey. Time out. Time, out. time out. Time out, Joey. Time out, Joey. Bro, I'm supposed to be this guy's been blowing a trombone for the last 18 years. Oh, now I'm gonna buy into you as a as a badass. Oh, okay. I got it, bro. Oh, I've been playing the trombone for about 27 years, but now I'm not I'm not gonna come out with the trombone and I'm gonna be really, really mad. So now I'm 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 badass Apollo Cruz, bro. Get the get out of here. Football time. Jason Channel. Uh, oh my gosh. Give me a bro. There is nobody outside of the people already watching this show that care about any of this. Nobody, bro. No one. No casual fan cares about Xavier Woods. Do Zero. You think, do you think that Xavier Woods uh, has any redeemable qualities right no. now? Zero. No. Zero. Zero. Zero, bro. He played a trump bone for 18 years and that now he's gonna be some b- believable bad at come on bro mm. uh yeah let me see I, you know to me i'm thinking in my head um so he's different and then you know when when his boy was attacked he, you know, kind of flipped the script a little bit. You know, it's it's the the reason why he snapped, you know, uh, makes sense to me. Um, he doesn't really look like someone who's very intimidating. I mean, he has a good he physique. Yeah, feathers. He's wearing time. feathers or something tonight. That didn't do nothing for you. The feathers. Uh, I thought he had red feathers or something. I didn't even pay attention to to the feathers. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, you know, to, to me, it seems like. Kofi was, you know, beat up, and so it kind of brought it out a mean streak. When I saw this, Vince, this is what I was thinking. I, I was thinking about this segment. I said, um, Xavier Woods is just – I like Xavier, but at the same time, the fans and the audience, this is just – fodder i mean this this is nothing you know i mean like it just doesn't make any bro, it doesn't maybe, move any needles at all yeah chris i want to make one thing perfectly clear again 
This is not a ta- an attack on, on Xavier Woods. I worked with the kid over at TNA, okay? This is them running New Day into the ground until they meant nothing. That That's why he means nothing. He doesn't write the show, bro. He doesn't have the book. When's the last freaking time New Day did something meaningful? Five years ago? I, I don't even know. So they 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 just ran that team out there over and over and over again till they meant absolutely nothing. And now, bro, at the drop of a dime, I'm supposed to care again about Xavier. Too late, bro. Too late. That ship has sailed, bro. Bro, they did the same thing with Imperium. They yeah. did the same thing, bro. They do the same thing with everybody. I, I mentioned Dominic Mysterio earlier in the show. He now Dominic Mysterio is is in the background in promos, not saying a word. Yeah, that yeah. bro. That's how you kill characters, bro. Yeah, and around this time last year, um, he was in one of the biggest, you know, angles in the company with him and Ray. So, because bro, the problem is they're not freaking writers, so they can't keep the level here and keep raising the level, bro. That's why on every single person we talk about, it drops, it drops, it drops because they're not writers, bro. It drops everybody on this show. It drops. It drops. It drops. Yeah. Uh, the thing is with the uh, the new day, and I've said this before. I don't, I don't see the problem. I think they're pigeonholed. <clears throat> pigeonholed. I think they're pigeonholed. I don't see apart from each other. I don't see anything going for them. I think it's worse. I mean, because because. Every time they try to do these singles runs when someone's hurt and stuff like that, it just flatlines. And it's it's even worse with them as singles. And Kofi was just swimming in purgatory for right. years before right. before New Day. And Big E was just, you know, he was Dolph Ziggler's heavy. Then he, you know, did his Intercontinental Championship run that kind of did okay. Then they got, you know, uh, just pummeled by Rusev. And so he was swimming in, you know, in purgatory too, you know, proverbially. And so I do think that New Day together is a Hall of Fame tag team because of their accomplishments. But if you break up the New Day, I think that they just become glorified enhancement talent, man. Bro, there are time when you, you've gone to the well too many times with an act. Bro, there is... There is a time when you just need to move on, bro. I'm I'm sorry, man. Bro, if, if you're a come on, bro, how, how many how many actors, how many musicians are on top for you know 10 years or 20 years? Bro, they run their course and then it's on to the new thing. They have run their course because of the booking. They have run their course, bro. Look, 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 look at Jey Uso, bro. Look at his role on this show tonight. Man. Look at Jey Uso's role on this show tonight. Bro, what did CM Punk say? Tell me when I'm lying. Tell, tell me when I'm telling a lie. Tell me when I'm telling a lie, bro. <laughs> look at Jey Uso. Main event Jey Uso. Yeah. Look at his role on this show tonight, bro. Instead of main event Jey Uso, he's become backstage Jey yeah. Uso. Yeah, backstage Jey Uso. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, what do you think is next for the New Day? Do you think they let him go? Oh, bro. Uh, 
What's next, man? What I don't. Think, I, I don't think there's anything next. They're gonna. They're gonna let Woods do this little angle and probably wind up doing a job for, for somebody else for Gunther yeah. to beat. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Man, it, it, I just don't see. Like I said, when they were pit, like the very fact that they had a, a really really hot streak going on with New Day for a while they they before the Usos run they were the longest reigning tag team champions of uh of WWE history and there was a really good couple of times during their tenure but i think it's been close to 10 years now man that they've been together i think probably like 15 or 16 when I came, when I got together, uh, SK Nation, uh, uh, do the do the research, the quick research, and let me know when uh, New Day um, uh, got together. I think it was like fourteen or fifteen, somewhere around there. It's been it's been a long time, and so I do think <clears throat> there's certain wrestlers who are just made, you know, to be tag team wrestlers. You know, what I mean, and that's okay. But at the same time, you got to give me stories you got to give me uh 2014 yeah so it's been so it's been 10 years now and so i do think that at this point what you do with the new day is somehow they can get into some storyline for the tag teams but the problem with, uh, with the tag teams is that even the tag team storylines, both men and women, are just dull and flat and just lifeless. And so that makes it difficult for the New Day to be relevant if the tag team division as a whole is irrelevant. You got uh, DIY J- July 21st, 2014. Yeah, so about 10 years, man. So, yeah, I mean, you know, Hall of Fame tag team. I definitely think that they'll they'll, they'll get in as a Hall of Fame, uh, as a tag team, not individually. Um, and, you know, stuff happens, man. Maybe each and every one of them, maybe Big E and Kofi Kingston, both of them had moments, you know, within the New Day recently. Big E just won the championship a few years ago. So he won the one the world title. So maybe they're just kind of like, man, I'll just do my reps every week, every week. And maybe there's something that lands organically and I'll be champ. Kofi Kingston wasn't planning on becoming world champion. You know, the fans just kind of made him a Kofi mania. Same thing with Big E. Maybe Xavier is just kind of clocking in every week and saying, well, maybe one day I'll get my shot and I'll just, until then, I'll just keep playing my trombone and so it seems like that's where his mentality is uh it looks like uh next we have akira oh goodness this is this is bad akira tozawa defeating ivar and right after tozawa um tozawa and um uh what's her name (laughs) oh gosh what's her name maxine dupree (laughs) maxine dupree she was attacked by ivar and valhalla why why have Ozawa beat Ivar on an episode of Raw and in between Alpha Academy? Why don't you just build this thing up, let Ivar beat uh, Otis? I mean, if there's anybody in Alpha Academy that would go toe-to-toe with Ivar, it'd be Otis. So if he beats Otis, he's growing, he's, he's building up the reps, he, be, he should beat Chad Gable first and then Otis. And then Okira Tozawa, this should be the payoff as far as this banana pill finish. 
but it meant nothing for this win if they're just getting attacked right afterwards. I Bro, just, this had to be a um, this had to be a you effed up loss. You think so? No question about it. No, either they were late, either somebody popped off, or this had to be, yeah, you need to learn a lesson today, son. And I got a big Joey timeout. Oh, let's get Joey back. Yeah, we got double Joey. Let's go. Timeout. Timeout, Joey. Timeout, Joey. Of this match was so ridiculous and and so stupid that definitely Ivar did something. Okay, did something. I got a couple of things though, bro. That again, you 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 got you want to talk about phoning it in, bro? Can I ask you a question? What's her name? Valhalla. Well, yeah, Valhalla. Can I ask you a simple question? Why does she shave her legs? (laughs) <laughs> Would she not be a billion times better if she didn't shave her freaking? Why is Valhalla shaving her legs for television? <laughs> this mean Viking. Oh, ah! yeah. <laughs> and nice. she's shaving her legs before the show. Yeah. Grow your hair, leg hair out. Yes. My God, the, the, the simplest no-brainer things. Have hairy legs, bro. Yeah. And here's number two, bro. Pitch be hairy too. Yes. And here's number (laughs) two, bro. So Tazawa, they steal the win. Then they get heat on uh, uh, Rene Dupree and uh, and Tazawa. Where (laughs) are the? Where's Alpha Academy? They're nowhere to be found. Where's Alpha Academy? Like where are? Where's? Where are they? Gone. Just I mean, catering. Come on, bro. <laughs> Seriously. Come yeah, on. Nowhere to be found. Yeah, I guess that didn't uh... come tonight. Yeah, my Hollis leg. So uh <laughs> Renee Dupree. Renee, I'm actually good, cool with Renee Dupree. He's he's cool people's but... please man, don't shave your legs, bro. Yes, yes. Uh I think that that's here. That's an interesting observation. I never, I never thought the about. The legs that. are like a baby's behind. <laughs> I guess that's a Viking ritual. Is that a Viking thing, bro? Yeah, I guess so. Maybe, oh. maybe a Viking ritual. You got to keep your legs shaved for the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> we got Rhea Ripley uh, cutting an earring promo, um, interrupted a, by Becky Lynch. I got a real good point here. Okay. You know 1,000% watching this promo that Kevin Dunn is no longer directing the show. Hmm. Bro, th- this is what I mean about, like, they they just think they, they're so over and they know everything and they don't. If you noticed in this promo, bro, Becky Lynch cut this whole promo circling yeah. Rhea Ripley, circling. Yeah. So what it, What does that mean when she's circling Rhea Ripley? I'll tell you exactly what it means. Half of the time, her back is to the camera. Yeah. That would have never, ever, ever, ever happened on Kevin Dunn's dime. Mm. She, you know, she, you know, Becky thinks she's cool. I'm going to do the circling and, and talk. And half of the time we're seeing the back of your head, mm. bro. That's, that's one Oh one. I mean, that's literally one Oh one. And I'm telling you, bro, you, you're going to, you're going to start seeing more and more things like that without Kevin Dunn directing the show. 
Yeah. Did you think uh, you think Rhea forgot her lines? She definitely yeah. did. Absolutely. Yeah, without like a doubt. Oh, she got she got so lost, bro. So lost. Yeah. 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 It's just uh, that's the that's the problem with with having lines, period, man. It's just you, you got to remember the lines and yeah. the awkward silence. And uh, yeah, man. And, and, and Chris, here, here's another thing. You, you, you're this big, bad heel that the people are chanting mommy, 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 but yet you're this big, bad heel, yeah. okay? So ne- now you're cutting a, bro- a promo. Becky comes and interrupts your promo and poses for beauty shots, yeah. and you're not going to nail her from behind with the microphone? Well, right. What kind of a heel are you, bro? Right. Right. He upstages you, does the beauty shot, and you're going to stand there and watch her go to every side of the room. Chris, what world are we living in with this show? What world, bro? It just seems like for some odd reason, they, they got to get their spots in. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I don't get it. And, and why do you have to get your spots in? Like, like who cares that you're going to confiscate Becky Lynch cheering for the crowd this week. You know what I mean? Like if this is supposed to sow some seed into a Becky Rhea mania match, have Rhea obliterate Becky Lynch. I mean, like that, that would only make sense. And this is one thing that I don't, I don't, I don't quite understand either. What makes Becky Lynch a, a title contender now, and she just lost a few weeks ago. I was, she just lost to Nia Jax. That, that's all I was thinking of. As she was walking down, I'm saying to myself, you just lost to Nia Jax, yeah. and are we supposed to forget that? And, bro, I got to tell you, they did the same thing with Punk, where Punk, Punk said specifically, I'm winning the Royal Rumble. The last one I'm eliminating is Drew McIntyre. Yeah. Now Becky, again, as a babyface, is saying, I think you might be better than me mm-hmm. so if becky lynch doesn't win the royal rumble i guess rhea ripley is better than her bro like I, they're, they're 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 writing all these lines yeah. that really have heavy heavy consequences bro yeah and even the pro even the segments because like i said drew gets upstaged two weeks in a row and the payoff is for him to get eliminated in the royal rumble like I, that to me, that just doesn't make sense as far as like he, he feels like a spoiler, like in a spoiler in a football game. It's someone who's not very good, who's stopping someone who's good from the, from achieving something better. Like you, you, you've got Drew in a spoiler role getting upstaged every week now. And he's like one of the biggest people in you know in, in the entire company. To me, it just doesn't make sense of why they keep making Drew this spoiler slash you know uh, uh, person who continues to make other people look good and lose matches all the time. Now it's just bad booking. It's just a bad way to utilize Drew. Yeah. And again, bro, bro, the same thing, man, bro. We. Rarely, if ever, you don't have an in-ring that doesn't end in action. Sure. This was another one. So sure. this is the second sure. time now we've had in-rings with both of them landing flat. Yeah. And, bro, like, that's the thing, man. If, if, if Ed Ferrara and myself were sitting across from each other and we laid out this exact thing, mm-hmm. one of us would look at the other and say, bro, that's flat. 
I mean, we would know because in our heads, bro, we're picturing this and we would know that's flat. This is the two promos on this show, both of them and flat. Yeah. Uh, I got to ask you another question before we go to Roland. I'm sorry, Uh, bro. What was the purpose of Rollins walking in with his daughter? I didn't understand that either. Yeah, what like what was that? So so now you're telling us that this moron cross dresser joker intimidator is a dad? <laughs> like is, is that what you oh, He has a heart, Fancy. Oh has my a- god, I'm saying this poor girl, how is she gonna grow up? But like what what was the point of that? I think they're tr- I think they were trying to uh generate the baby face as much as possible. Like <laughs> Yeah, like they they really wanted to make this seem believable that Seth Rollins had a a a a shot of losing the championship. So they really wanted to milk this. It seemed like they did everything in their power to milk this. And bro, didn't he have uh, just wasn't it like less than three months ago he had a, a career-ending back injury? Yes, but, yes. Uh, and that 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 that's healed up now over the last. It's, it's all together. It's it's his knee now. It's his, it's it went from his back to his knee, but his knee held up quicker than his oh, back yeah. because he just he did a you know dive outside yeah. the ring during the match. So yeah. yeah, it just seems like they tried to milk it as much as they possibly can. Ooh. Yeah, it was predictable. A lot. I mean, Seth matches is predictable. It seems like they're they're having a running angle of he hasn't been pinned in over a year. So whatever the payoff of that is. That's the that's the what that's what they're using to get to the next person over. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, at least see, I'm a here's my thing, man. I'm not I'm not as crass TV as the Attitude Era was in my in my booking ideas. You know, I'm more like a long term uh, uh, planner with some nuances in between. But I'm like, you know what, man shake it up a little bit at times. I mean, like what's wrong with gender winning the championship again? What, what, I mean, what's wrong with it? You, you've got, you've got three, you've got two and a half months, a little less than two and a half months before WrestleMania. You could have all of this kind of realign, but you can cause more intrigue and less predictability and less monotony if you just shook it up a little bit and had gender win the championship, man, why not? And bro, you know, it's hysterical too. You have brought this up a couple of times, bro. How entertaining would it be if gender won the title and who, who are the, who are the two by them? Uh, Vera and, um, Oh gosh. What's the other person's name? Shaky. No, it's not shaky. He's gone. <laughs> was Vera and Vera. Well, nicer. What's the other guy's name? Vera and, yeah, there's not their, their name is in the sheer, um, but I, I forgot the other uh, Sangha. Veer and bro, what if as a shoot, um, gender wins the title, and then like the next episode, we 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 see them at some you know a very a very serious setting, bro, with with lawyers and they're in an office and stuff. What if those two dudes got their managing manage, managers license? Nice. <laughs> they got their nice. managers license, bro. So like they're allowed out there yeah. every time. We're- do something like that, 
bro. That's freaking hysterical, Chris. That is great. Can you imagine we go to the law office and we we see the proceedings for them to get their managers like come on, man. Yeah, I'm in with that, man. That's hilarious. I'm in But what are we gonna see? We're gonna see we're gonna see Seth come out every single week with the same song and dance, and okay. Yeah. Do you think uh, this is the end of genders? Uh, I, I, I I think it is. I I hope not, bro. But I think it is because you know what, too, bro. I, I mean, I know we're not there yet, but the match too was so sloppy, and you could tell it was because of ring rust. Yeah. He just, he just hasn't been working. I mean, you could tell. You know. Yeah. Do you think he got any heat with the con stuff, or, or no? I don't think so. I don't, I don't think so. Nah. You know, he deleted his tweet. So, you know, yeah. perhaps, you know, some somebody, somebody might have buzzed him, but I, I can't see that giving him heat, man. Yeah, I hope not, man. Because if anything, it got him buzzed. I mean, if anything, you know, here's the thing. Before all the Tony Khan stuff, it was just like, ah, this is predictable. You know what I mean? Like, but he became one of the most buzzing names of last week. And, if anything, Tony Khan upped his stock, you know, and and made him more of a relevant name to be in the main event this time. Bro, time. I swear, if I'm gender, and bro, he's gotta be pissed. He 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 can't be. Oh, I'm they're gonna use me once every eight months, and I'm just yeah. gonna do my. I I don't believe that for a second. They 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 screwed him when he had the title. He did everything right. He didn't do one thing wrong. Bro, I swear to God, after tonight, if I'm him, I'm getting a hold of somebody in the AEW roster, mm. and I'm saying, look, man, if I can come in and run an angle <laughs> with Tony Khan, I will ask oh. for my release. Um, <laughs> I, I swear I would be oh, doing man. that right now if, wow. if I were him. Because that that would, my God, bro, that that would be a billion times better than anything they're ever gonna do with this poor guy. Yeah. If he if he were to run an angle with Tony Khan, oh, bro, how awesome would that be, man? That would he would be more over than uh, he has been in the past seven years. That's for sure. Uh, we have a couple more super chats. We got rolling four nine nine. Bobby Lashley pulling up backstage in a limo and telling Kofi and Xavier to get in is the only thing to save their characters. I don't think that saves their characters, man. Now, you, know, now you got a group of five. I don't think that's it. Yeah. Uh, it just seems like even with Lashley and um, the Street Profits, it just seemed like they were looking to do something bigger than they what we see on SmackDown. I agree with that, too. Yeah. You're rolling with his two. Uh, I'm assuming those are his two lovely daughters. Very nice rolling. God bless you, man. Yes, indeed. Young Reckless 199. AW needs to step it up so uh, we WWE can step it up. Yeah. I, I don't think, I, I'll be honest with you, Young Reckless. I don't think WWE can step it up. I really don't. I, mm-hmm. I don't think they can step it up. I mean, Chris, the, the, the end of SmackDown. Yeah. Should Randy Orton not have RKO'd AJ Styles and, and LA Knight? Yeah. That's who his character is, bro. It's a four-way. That's who his character is. Yeah. They, they, they miss that. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, who's next? We got... Um, uh, Chris, can you do your hair like that for next week's show, like Young Reckless? Young Reckless? Um 
Yeah, a little, so a, little a little a propeller. Yeah, very nice. Look at that hair that you have. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, that, leave it like that. That looks great. Leave, leave, leave it like that for the rest of the show. Oh my! Look at that hair, man. Nice. I got Next week, color. make it a little propeller, man. Yes, yes. Right. Zoo Bear, ten dollars super chat, bro. Russo, you get too much hate. Anyways, Dr. Chris, may you explain to us the psychology behind the smarts poking fun and cyberbully uh, Kevin Dunn for no reason. P.S. I noticed I did there from last. Uh, notice what I did there from last week. Gotcha. Um, Pokey fun is cyberbullying, Ke- uh, Kevin Dunn. I mean, just the the, the the trolling and all that stuff, man. It's just uh, loneliness. I mean, the the psychology behind that is just lonely people who uh, want to uh, bring someone who is notoriety has notoriety or fame, and they want to bring them down to a level of. Um, how they feel about themselves, their insecurity. And so what that does in turn is it makes someone feel like they're associated with someone who's famous by way of bringing them down to their level. So that's the, that's the uh, psychology behind that. Uh, T-Bone Hubbard, $2 super chat. Thoughts on CNA not bringing back the six-sided ring. What do you think about that? Was there a reason why they didn't bring it back? Uh, Gail Kim said that uh, it, it was bumps, like it, it was it was more it was too much wear and tear on the wrestlers when they had the six sided ring, um, and they didn't want to uh, for for the sake of the wrestlers they didn't want to bring it back because it uh, was more wear and tear than a four sided ring. Well, the yeah. whole diff the whole reason for the six sided ring when TNA started was J- Jeff Jarrett asked me. What, what can we do to be different than the WWE? Mm-hmm. And, and I had seen the use of the six-sided ring, and I said, let there be a six-sided ring. And you know what? With all due respect, that did make TNA different than the mm-hmm. WWE, but, but mm-hmm. whatever. Bro, I'm, 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 I'm not into this. I'm not into this whole TNA reboot. I got a lot of good friends that work there, bro, and I wish them nothing but the best. But when, when you got Scott Demore saying, Bro, this is going to be the biggest signing in the history of TNA. And we've had (laughs) Kurt Angle there, Ric Flair, Hulk Hogan, Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, Booker T, Scott Steiner. And I can go on and on and on. The Hardy Boys, Sting, and Dolph Ziggler (laughs) was the most... So, so right off the bat, I'm like, get get out of here. I'm I'm so tired of that crap, bro. Get out of here with that crap, bro. Yeah, I, I mean, I like the I like the buzz that TNA was bringing this past weekend. I do think I definitely think it was an oversell of uh, <laughs> having Ziggler being, especially since we saw him uh, just a week before in Wrestle Kingdom. So it, it wasn't um, like a big surprise. I mean, it was it was a cool moment for the Vegas you know crowd at, during that time, but saying Dolph Ziggler is anywhere near you know. The category of everybody that you just said is just a banana. I I don't know why you set yourself up like that. I don't know why you would say things like that because the next time you say there's a big announcement, the knee jerk reaction is going to be, oh, yeah, this is the guy that said Dolph Ziggler was bigger than Sting. Yep. Yes, indeed. Yep. Um, we uh oh my my remote fell oh i thought that uh, was the thing on the wall oh, I'm out. 
Uh, let's bro, the hair is so wild. Look at it. It's freaking nice. awesome. Freaking <laughs> awesome, bro. Yes. I appreciate it. Uh, we got Zoo Bear $5. I know fans of gender. Uh, I know y'all fans of gender, but do you think gender first winning the WWE title lowered the prestige after jobbing for years, meaning anyone can be champ? <clears throat> Um, what do you think, Vince? I, I got my well, take on you. I, I, I wouldn't put, I wouldn't put, uh, gender in the category of anyone. Mm-hmm. I mean, the guy's a stud, you know, the guy's a stud. The guy looks like an athlete represents himself. Well, they, they just booked them really, 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 really bad. But, oh. but I don't think it, it came across as anyone can be champ. Yeah, I mean, I wish that they would have given a little bit more time for uh, to 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 push um, uh, uh, gender, and I wish they would have given more time to just really uh, hone in and just kind of really uh, feel comfortable as champ. They didn't give him enough time, I think. I mean, he had a champ for a few months. I mean, it was about, about six months. I think in May was it was it six it months? About six bro? months, yeah, because because he uh, he beat Randy Orton. In back, a backlash, I believe, in 2017. That was May of 2017. And he kept it till right before SummerSlam. He lost it to AJ in London, I believe. That's so three months. It. No, uh, some, uh, I mean, um, Survivor Series. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so we had it from uh, May to November, so we had about six months. So yeah. um, it was mostly feuding with uh, Randy Orton. I think he had a feud with Shinsuke Nakamura around that time, too, if I'm not mistaken. So he had a couple of feuds, but <clears throat> he didn't really – he was the one who called out Brock. If you remember, like he was the one who called out Brock just to lose to AJ on SmackDown. So that, that was because, man, Brock didn't want to work with him. Remember? Yeah, Brock didn't want to work with them, and I, and I think that uh, even before that, it just seems like they. <clears throat> People knew why he was champ, and I think that took away from him be- being champ the way he should have been booked as champ. They knew that he was champ because of the India deal, and I think that that really caused him not to feel legit. I and I wish they would have done a better job making him feel legitimate than just the business champion, essentially, is what he was. Agreed. Um, <clears throat> we have uh, Rollin 999 Super Chat. <laughs> I think that Charlotte Flair is 100 times better than Becky Lynch as an Emory work on the mic, and she has a better look. Can you guys explain why Charlotte made 600K last year and Becky Lynch made three? Bro, weeks? it's that it's nepotism, Roland. I'm telling you, bro, it's it's favorites. It's I, I that's what this show looks like up and down. Who who's got favor with who, and who doesn't have favor? I mean, that's exactly. I mean, bro, come on, man. When 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 he's dropping a line in there to Cody Rhodes that you kiss ass at times bro trust me there's a lot of ass kissing going around in that company mm. we got uh zoo bear tv two dollars <throat> it's a sad our truth match is the only intriguing match yeah that is sad man and uh, uh that's the every week man that's really the only thing i look forward to you know what this is uh is our truth nowadays zoo bear ten dollar super chat <clears throat> Thoughts on WWE being wrong with their history as China was actually the first or actual, but actually the first person to main event Raw as she was in that Rumble match on Raw 1999. Russo made you go through how it was like writing that. 
Bro, you got to go to Russo'sBrand.com, bro. I do an attitude. I break down the attitude era, bro, every two weeks, man. I break down every single episode of that show. But again, Zubar, outside of the box, man, just do things different. Just do things to catch people's attention. Uh, we we had built China up so much. And, and Jeff, I mean, I mean, Chris, she wasn't she wasn't on. She was China was never on the shoulders of somebody five foot two doing. Ooh, ooh. We protected her so well that when she was put in that Royal Rumble, you really had people think that she could win that Royal Rumble yeah. because, bro, it was the way we booked her. Yeah. Yeah. Eliminating Mark Henry. Right. <clears throat> um, and picking them up. Um Seth Rollins cutting a uh, backstage. Uh, well, he did, did a backstage interview hyping the match. Valor and Priest defeating our uh, Truth and the Miz. Uh, thoughts on this tag match? I, I like I said, bro. I'm I'm just I'm 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 confused with the whole R Truth. Yes, it's entertaining, but it it's got to make sense to me. Yeah. Um, to me, I'm like this is just a shot in the arm for Judgment Day. Uh, it doesn't make sense to me either, but uh, the whole point of R-Truth is that he doesn't make sense. And so uh, I, I just, this, R-Truth segments are my favorite of the week. <clears throat> I, I, to me, it's like, give me a payoff though. You know how I am with payoffs. Like, you know, don't make something just, just for the heck of it. Just give me something here. And I well, think, 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 think about it, bro. He, 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 he is the comparison, bro. Can you imagine if there was you know, all of a sudden a comedy act came along as part of the NWO. What would those guys have done? They would have broken the guy's knees, legs, head. They would have beat the snot out of him. This is why Judgment Day has zero heat. They're, they're, they're mixing comedy with freaking heels. Mm. It, it's it's the wrong group to do with, with bro. And, you know, so, so, somebody over there is thinking it's hysterical, and that's all fine and well. But I, jury duty, bro, means zero. And, and, and here's the thing, Chris. They've convinced themselves that jury duty means something because they have the tag team belts. That's their lot. They're the tag team champion. Bro, that means nothing. You've made this group mean absolutely nothing. They're not tied to a story. I mean, uh, Judgment Day start off with, you know, Edge being the leader and saying basically he's pulling in misfits who are uh, overlooked. I mean, that's, that was the whole point of why Rhea came and, and priest came. Those are the two inaugural members of the judgment day. And so I think the problem with that, what we see now is Finn came in, Ed's got kicked out and one, it wasn't a better version of Judgment Day. And then two, they haven't really been tied into a really good story to even be relevant. I mean, it's just every single week we're seeing the same type of Judgment Day. And Judgment Day has been a thing for, what was it? Uh, it was Mania. Because the match was Edge and AJ 
two years ago at Manian, I think Priest uh, came came up and distracted AJ. So it's been almost two years since the Judgment Day has been the thing. They're gonna they're gonna wind up, bro. Damian Priest is a diamond in the rough, guys. I'm telling you, they're going they're going to wind up making him absolutely worthless. Yeah. I'm telling you, bro. I'm 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 telling you that they're, they're gonna wind up where you're gonna have a guy like this, and he's just gonna be another name on the roster. Yeah, it just seems like standalone. Like, it seems like a bad SNL episode every week. You know what I mean? Like, you know how SNL has, like, standalone skits? You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. nothing really ties into each other. It's just funny comedy standalone skits for an hour and a half. Like, this feels like a a, a, a very bad, like a, a Bush League great value version of, of Saturday Night Live a lot. Just kind of standalone skits that just doesn't really cause much and doesn't tie into each other. They're just expecting it to go over just with the skits bro think about this for a second damian priest has that case so chris when he comes walking down the aisle with that case you should be in absolute fear of absolutely. him absolutely what 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 have they written to make us fear damian priest nothing 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 bro yep absolutely uh, the main is uh, Jinder Mahal losing. What to- about the uh, Knox, Knox, <laughs> Knox and Natalia? What 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 are what are they oh, doing? Yeah, the these, what are they doing with these women matches? Oh gosh, that's horrible. Uh, and then the main event that I said I, this was really 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 sloppy, and, and I could tell Jinder was rusty, hasn't worked a lot, and yeah, bro, the hurt in the knee, and then diving off the top rope. Come yeah, on, bro, yeah. please. Man. Yeah, I, and here's here's this here's what I didn't understand about this that I wanted to save. Uh, so. It's booked. It's in and in stone. It's 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 set. It's written. It's it's ready to rock and roll. Drew McIntyre versus Priest next week on Raw. Right? Why would Drew McIntyre stop Priest from cashing in if he won? That means he automatically gets a title shot next week. That's a great point, Chris. Why would why, when he came out? I'm like, what? Like you. You should have helped him. You should have helped him. Yes, you got to go to the back of the line because you lost multiple times for the title now. Here's your opportunity to have another title shot. Great point. But you stop the person for winning the title who you already have a match with. And what you should have did was lay out Seth. Yes. So he can win the title. So he cast it in. Exactly. Like, okay, wow. Wait a minute. I have a. Wait, let me put that together. So I have a match with Priest next week. If he casts it in, that means I have a title match. Chris, these are conversations you have in the writer's room. Sure. sure. These are the conversations you have. Obviously, they aren't taking place. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't. And I don't know. Just uh, that just didn't make sense to me. Why would Drew? Why would Drew appear anyways? I mean, and. I know that Priest stopped him from winning the title, but why would he stop Priest from cashing in another match that he's not a part of? He had he's not stopping him from winning the title, so therefore he should want him to win the title. So I mean, 
doesn't make sense at all. No. Uh, we have uh, Zoo Bear ten dollars. Did that already? Thought was that you did that one. Uh, oh yeah, okay. Uh, oh, this one here. This other ten dollars. <clears throat> um, thoughts on modern fans getting nostalgic over the PG era, saying Michael Cole uh, is a good commentator and think 2016 was a good year for WWE. That was the start of indie pushes and ratings falling. What do you think, Vince? Bro, WWE's ratings were down 8% from 2022 to 2023. That is a fact. Yeah, yeah. Period, end of story. Yep, absolutely. Like, it's, like, it's like a company's, it's like, uh, you know, uh, Intel's sales being down 8%, and then you trying to convince me that's a good thing. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, yeah, you know, it's just uh, what we, right now we're getting the, the niche audience as far as pro wrestling is concerned, we're not getting many casuals. I mean, the numbers show that. So you're going to have the audience that we have currently in pro wrestling defend them to the death. I mean, that's that they're going to defend pro wrestling to the death because they get to go and they get to do their sing-alongs with Cody. Yeah. They get to do their uh, uh, Sami Zayn sing-alongs. They get to do their Shinsuke sing-alongs. And so that's what these fans like. So they'll continue to defend the product because they like doing stuff like that. So yeah. they, they feel included by being part of the sing-alongs. All right, Vince, let them know where to find you and the brand, my man. Yeah, guys, I just want to say again, man, if you've never been a subscriber to my Patreon, you can go there right now and get a free week of Russo's brand. It will cost you nothing. You can sample us. You can listen. Just go to patreon.com forward slash Russo T-W-C. Get your free week, bro. Free. It costs you nothing. Yes, indeed. So before we go, this guy right here is Vince Russo. I'm Dr. Chris. This is Leads in the Raw. Before we go, give me a whoop whoop. Whoop whoop. Whoop whoop. Whoop whoop. Whoop wasn't on the show tonight. Oh, no, they were in the locker room. Yeah, they're, they're, they're in the locker room. They yeah, really flew into the locker room shot, bro. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, oh, we got another super chat before we go. Uh, the wrestler guy, 499. Mr. Russo, why do these running day wrestlers no sell moves a lot? Where's the logic in that? They're because gonna... they're trying to impress each other. I, I mean, Al, Al Snow will tell you that, bro. They're trying to, they're trying to impress the boys in the back. And that's why, you know, real wrestling fans look at this and say, this doesn't make any sense. Yeah. That's true. Russo'sbrand.com uh, for us. Russo Patreon.com forward slash Russo T-W-C Yes indeed Follow him at the uh, Vince Russo Follow me at Chris Prolific This is the Legion of Raw Have a good night everybody Solo <laughs> <laughs>